Hello and welcome to Disney Minus, the podcast where we are forcing ourselves through everything on Disney Plus, and I do mean everything. I'm Nero, and you know, back in college they used to call me the Nutcracker of the Four Rounds, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Unexpected. I'm Steven, and really, I'm just a pile of little dudes. This movie fucking sucks. This one was... Yeah, it's not great. Is the thing. It's um, it's it's a lot. Uh, I was gonna start off. Hey Nero, do you like ABBA? I not anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, some curse knowledge coming along with. I mean, a fair amount of curse stuff on this. But starting off, uh, apparently our director, our main director, uh, Lass Lassie. I should have figured out how to say his name, his first name, but Hallstrom. Uh, apparently, uh, you were the one that enlightened me on this, uh, has directed all of ABBA's music videos, which sure is the thing. Which maybe would make you think that this movie has pleasing visuals. Yes. Um, no, not really. <laughs> not so much. Not usually, anyway. Um, yeah. Good fucking Christ. The Sugar Plum Fairy was Kira Knightley? Yeah, that's Kira Knightley. What? Yeah. Why? I genuinely don't know. This movie came out in 2018. It feels long. It feels like I assumed this was like a 2013 situation. Why does it look like this? I. It's baffling. Is the thing. Part of it is probably the month of reshoots. I guess they did after Halstrom's cut was finished. They brought in Joe Johnston, who has done what has he done? Uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, right? I think so. He did Jumanji, apparently. Yeah, those are some good films, but did, you can't salvage this. He did this. one episode of the, the Adventures of Young Indiana Jones, which I always forget exists. Jesus Christ, what is going on with this cast? I, I don't know, is the thing. I don't know. I, um... It's... I... This was a very... I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah, same. Going I kind of this. this movie is there. Um, I figured it would be somewhere along the lines of the awful Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland movie. But here's the thing about that movie. It's garbage. It's terrible. But at least it's fucking nuts most yeah. of the way through. It is it like... It knows what it is, is the thing. At least there's some still some vestigial Tim Burton-ness left, even if every everything else in it is completely fucking unbearable. Yeah. Uh, especially one, Johnny Depp Mad Hatter. This one feels like they wanted Tim Burton, but he was busy, and they were like, well, we'll do it anyway. It, the, I didn't realize that this movie was from 2018, and now I am judging the visual effects even far harder. more harshly. <laughs> like... Come the fuck on! There is no reason this movie should look like this. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So yeah. So it was. It was. It's. 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 Some. It's Lasse Hellström, some Sweden motherfucker, and Joe Johnston tried to make a movie about the Nutcracker, um, based on you know the short story, the Nutcracker and the Mouse King, and the ballet based on the short story. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, when I think of like classic Christmassy tales that usually get told over and over again, 
Uh, the Nutcracker is not necessarily high on that list because Nutcracker, the Nutcracker isn't really a thing you can make a movie out of. Cause yeah, it's not a, really. It's a ballet. It's like a yeah. It's it's good for a short. Like the the most I really know of it is I think the Fantasia segment that is Nutcracker, and that's basically it for me. Uh, this was a this movie had a 133 million dollar budget and it barely made it back with a 174 million box office so not technically a bomb this is not john carter levels of bad but this certainly wasn't <laughs> successful like they didn't really manage to i mean make anything and i'm sure this was yeah critically panned this movie's fucking a snooze fest yeah like, I, uh, I I feel like honestly the best part of the movie is the the beginning where it's just this family drama, um because it, I feel like there's actually some kind of pathos and and stakes there. Yeah, it feels uh, like it, it wants is, that to matter, but it is of course immediately ruined as soon as we get to the titular four realms. Um, <laughs> I guess we should start in. Uh, this this one ranked really, really low on my list. It only ranked above Beverly Hills Chihuahua because it's less racist. I think, honestly, I would rather watch Beverly Hills Chihuahua than this, but I can't in good conscience. That's fair. Rank it uh, below it. All right, so the first thing I noticed about this movie was at first that I was terribly afraid that this was going to be a a Robert Zemeckis style mocap <laughs> movie because of the very beginning shot which Oh, you mean the entirely CG shot of an owl flying around I think I guess supposed to be like London maybe? Yes, which became extremely confusing about 10 minutes later when they reveal that they they have a London set filled with extras. Yeah, no idea. Why did you do this? It looks horrible. These fucking awful CGI mannequins yeah, don't look are good, man. very frightening, even from a long distance. They are uh, they are quite unnerving. And like, I don't know, just do a fucking drone shot. It doesn't need to be so fucking, like, intense for your... Yeah, f- like, it, it was 2018, apparently. They would have had drones. They could have easily done it without this. I, it, it doesn't build any whimsy. It just distracts me from how bad it looks. Like, <laughs> that's... Speaking of bad, the owl, which is a fully CG creature and is here throughout the entire movie, also looks terrible. For like, some, Why is this owl here? Why? I don't know. It doesn't do anything. It's just no. there. It just watches things happen. Um, like, they keep telling us, hey, owl's here. And I'm like, great. Why? It's, it's watching. Uh, I guess it's Morgan Freeman's familiar. Uh, yeah, by the way, Morgan Freeman's in this movie. And his like character has a name. I didn't write any of his... In my notes, he's just Morgan Freeman because he is not even fucking trying in this movie. He is on one end of the spectrum. Kira Knightley is on the other end of the spectrum where she is trying way too hard. I don't know what the fuck happened there. Yeah, oh my god, right? I... That performance went places I never expected, and I am uh, frankly quite frightened of. But you know, we'll get there. We're going to get introduced to our main character, Clara, and her. She's dipshit okay. Brother. The thing, 
the thing you gotta know about Clara is she's not like other girls, okay? She's not like other girls. She makes Rube Goldberg machines in the attic to catch mice. Yeah, it's you ever play that uh, board game Mousetrap? It's that. But she really tiny. likes Ye Old Okay Go, um, which is where she got the inspiration for this. And you know, it, it's how you, this introduction is how you know she's like quirky and smart and yeah. bucks social norms, sort of, kind of, mm. uh, vaguely. Uh, yeah, they catch the they they catch the mouse, but then they have to let it go, and everyone they, everyone is like, "Why did you?" Her her sister comes up and is like, "Why did you even like want to? What were you gonna do with the mouse when you caught it? Why were you trying to catch it?" It's not the point. And Claire, yeah, Claire's like, "I don't know, I just wanted to catch it." It's something a fucking serial killer would say. Um. So. We see uh, we we brought into the the family room. We got a big fucking Christmas tree, and we get introduced to their dad, who is played by Matthew fucking McFadden. Why are you here? Why is anyone in, in, with a name in this movie? I don't get it. Yeah, no idea. Like, come on, man. He's he does pretty good, honestly. He does better than this movie deserves. Um. And we learn, you know, a few things. Mom is dead. You know, the, the usual stuff. Everyone is, is trying to grieve in their own way. And, yeah. and uh, Benjamin's way of grieving is he's just trying to focus on the holiday holidays and try to keep everything normal. You know, they sure do tell us that their mom's dead, but, like, I don't, I don't care. They don't make me care. Yeah, I never care about this mother character and in fact the more i learn about her the weirder she gets and like the more concerning she is um we'll we'll get there once we the fucking insane second act twist shows up which made me my eyes bug out of my head uh fucking i don't know got a dead mom uh and and dad delivers these these three uh presents that were that their mom wanted to deliver to them on christmas eve and everyone's yes. very somber about it uh fritz little shit boy gets a bunch of toy soldiers and immediately starts playing with them like a is this how a fucking victorian lad would would play with toy soldiers oh no he's he's playing with them like he's a he's a fucking like 90s kid with his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles action figures. He's making explosion sounds with his mouth, which I don't know that Victorian kids knew existed. Yeah, I don't know when is this, I don't know when this is set. Like I genuinely can't tell when this is supposed to be. It's like the fairness. dawn of artillery. Like we're fucking during the Napoleonic Wars. Uh there's no he's like we're under fire it's like hid the, the way war is fought in this day and age is the two armies march towards each other and then shoot single shots with their shitty fucking muskets yeah like i, I do like that like both of the sisters clara's the only one who's in this family whose name i remembered both of the sisters get things that ostensibly were like personal to the mom and he just gets like a set of toys that you could probably go out and buy right now I have a feeling she didn't like Fritz very much. I have a um, feeling she didn't like any of her kids very much. No. It's very funny. There's supposed to be this heartfelt scene with her later in the movie, and during it, she's, she basically says, you know, sometimes, Clara, I wish you were normal. And then she tries to soften it, but, but then I remember how beautiful it is that you're different. But she does still Thanks. say, 
sometime, but sometimes I do wish that you weren't like this. Like, great. <laughs> Thanks, Thank mom. You. Cool. Yeah, I don't remember the sister's name. She gets a dress that her her mom's favorite dress. Eh. I guess, which is nice. Uh, Clara yeah, gets which, egg. In a version of this where we cared about the mom would be very sweet. Clara has egg. It's egg. Yeah, yeah. Clara gets egg. Egg. Merry Christmas. You get egg. Egg. Got a keyhole in the egg. Got open up, but it's an unpickable lock. Uh, yeah. Egg. And she's like, why the fuck did she give me egg? I don't know what to do with egg. <laughs> I should say every time I wrote egg in my notes, I, I capitalize it as a proper noun. And That's I didn't say the egg, fair. I just say egg. That's why incredibly is fair, yes. Hey, why does the fucking nutcracker need a MacGuffin that is an egg which doesn't actually do anything? I, again, baffling. I, I don't... The egg... The egg... I don't get it, but we'll get there. Um, so, you know, like, like I said, this is kind of the only part of the movie that works for me other than a, a few uh, shots here and there. Yeah, where it's... it's it's like the family trying their best to deal with the shit in their own way and the tension that arises between, you know, Clara, who feels as though their his her, their dad is like has just moved on and is trying to forget their mom, and their dad who is clearly like sad barely keeping everything together and is just desperate to like keep the family together over the holidays. That's that's Hey, that's a movie you could make. Yeah, if uh, they took the this beginning chunk and the very end of it, you could make an entirely different movie that's not a whole bunch of bullshit. You could uh, make a movie that might have some kind of emotional resonance about anything at all nope. instead of what we got. Um, and to be clear, I don't really know the Nutcracker story. I have no connection to the Nutcracker story. I never saw the Nutcracker ballet or anything like that, but... I just feel as though this movie doesn't serve that story very well. It, ser- it no. serves the Nutcracker about as well as Alice in Wonderland served the fucking Jabberwocky poem, which is to say very poorly. Yeah, it makes some very weird decisions. Um, I re-listened to a different podcast earlier just to remind myself some of the stuff about it. Uh, the, the mom's name in the original um, Nutcracker story is Marie, which ends up being their mom's name. But the or the hero, the main girl's name in the ballet is Clara. So these people decided, how about both? I mean, that's fine, I guess. Yeah, that one, that one, like the decision itself, I can that deal with. Sense. It's just everything they built around it. Sure, yeah, like I, I just the the things get so bizarre so quickly that I was I was just kind of left shell shocked i didn't really know what was happening or care but it, there were there were just so many bizarre things happening at once but we gotta get there first so they go to the, they're going to this party clara doesn't want to go to the party she wants to figure out egg but egg <laughs> won't open she gets a note from there's a note from mom that's like everything you need is inside egg all you have to do is open egg uh but there's no key for egg so she's like god damn i'm so sad about this and her dad comes in and is like I know we're all sad, but we got to go to this party. We got to keep up appearances, stiff upper lip, you know, all that sort of thing. And she's like, "Yeah, you fucking don't care about her at all. I, I, I hate you." But they go to the party anyway. Yeah, she's pouting. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a big fancy Christmas party at the at Morgan Freeman's house, which is this fucking enormous manor. 
Yeah. Um, it, it, it seems like a pretty cool party. Well, like the, the house itself seems pretty neat. We don't really get to see much of it, but it's no, got a lot of see, clockwork things in places. We see the ballroom. We see Morgan Freeman's like huge cavernous study. And we see uh, some really, really bad looking hallways with terrible <laughs> wallpaper. Yeah. Yeah, that hall. Yeah, one of the hallways is especially baffling. Later, I'll get to it. But anyway, you know they're 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 all dense. So they're all over the car- the carriage ride over. You know Benjamin is trying to. You know, all right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go in, uh, dance with you and, and and Clara, and we're gonna we're gonna have a normal time. We're gonna have a normal one. And Clara's like, I fucking hate you. We can't have a normal one. Mom is dead, and I have egg, and I don't know what to do with egg. <laughs> He's like, just <laughs> promise you won't run off and do get in, get up to any bullshit. And she's like, okay. Uh, so immediately she runs off and gets into some bullshit. Yes, of course. And of course, uh, while they're getting ready for party, they do the classic uh, trope for any character that's about to get isekai'd, where she straight up tells her sister, "The real world just doesn't make sense to me anymore." Oh, God. Okay. Cool, I guess. You want to be Alice in Wonderland so bad it makes you look stupid. <laughs> yeah. So they're at the party. She wanders. I guess the there's a like the basement is also a giant fucking museum. Basically, I don't. <laughs> I don't really understand where this. I is. don't know. We, we see the exterior of the house for about five seconds, which is enough to let you absorb that, okay, this is big house. But, like... This... I couldn't tell you how, I, what what the fuck is going on in here, though. Like, this room on its own looks like it's at least a good two stories. It's big enough to fit a whole fucking whale in. As much as he has a fucking whale skeleton it's in there. giant dome window... To, like, see the night sky outside. We 100% should be able to see this shit from outside, but we do not. I don't know where we are. Yeah, I have no idea, but Morgan Freeman is here, and he's got an eye patch for some reason. And he uh. looks... I, his costuming is very bizarre in this movie. I don't really know what they were going for. He He's playing Drosselmeyer, which I know no, is No, he's aiming. playing Morgan Freeman. Yeah, no, in fairness, yeah, he's playing Morgan Freeman, calling himself Drosselmeyer. Which I know he is, is not a name even trying. Yeah, just lifted from somewhere in the text from some versions. Like, throw this guy in here. He's not even trying for a British accent. Like, not no. even. Like, no. not attempting. Clara's, so I, in, I just, Clara's inventor godfather is from the States. I get, yeah, that must be the case. Um, and, like, apparently, we, we learn a few things. So it brings out this, like, weird clockwork the giant clockwork music box that has a bunch of swans on it i don't really know what this is <laughs> and clara fixes it because she's so smart and cool and knows exactly where everything goes um which is not actually a skill that really comes up at all in the rest of the movie like it, her yeah it comes up like once basically enough times to say that they made it happen yeah like the other time like i feel as though all of the problems she solves through like clever planning could have been done by 
a character who did not have this ex- like this this expert knowledge of like clockwork and mechanicals. Yeah, just anyone who's like decent at thinking about the situation yeah. that they're in right now. <laughs> like it would be fine if she was like the the classic like very clever, fiery Victorian young lady bucking society. That's fine. Yeah, this aspect where she's a mechanical genius doesn't add anything and kind of just makes the character insufferably twee. Yeah. Which is exactly how I would describe this movie. It is insufferably twee. The, all right. So one of the things that I think works sometimes with the work of the, the, the look of this movie is that for a lot of its backgrounds and, and, and sort of big, big wow shots or whether they're supposed to be the big wow shots, the, it, it basically looks like a Christmas card, like a very particular yeah. uh, style of, of Christmas card. You know, the ones like the, the very lovingly painted and like semi-realistic, but everything is is heightened. You know the perfect snows and the 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 warmly glowing windows and all that. That's basically the look this movie is going for, and it works about thirty five percent of the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other the other sixty five percent, it looks uh, dog shit ugly, which is a, a big problem. Yeah, especially when they are then trying to make scenes look bad. Like, oh, we're fighting in the forest, so everything has to be dirty, but we're already not making stuff look great, so it's that plus worse. Uh, so yeah, she she talks to Morgan Freeman about Egg, and she's like, I, I can't figure out how to open it. I couldn't find the key. And he said, uh, he, he, we get Egg's position um, <laughs> about, like... Oh, uh, your mom, you know, she was a great inventor too. And I took her in after she was orphaned and I made her the, I made her egg to coax her out of her room where she was shut in. And then we bonded. Ain't that okay. cool? Ain't that nutty? Thanks. Anyway, uh, go back to the party. Yeah. And she does. And her dad uh, is disappointed in her. Is like, I, you know, I was looking for you. I was worried, but you know, I, I told you not to run off. I wanted to dance with you, and she's like, "Fuck off, dad! I hate you." <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone at this party has been like standing two feet away from a stage, watching. I guess like a one-person performance of the Nutcracker they Ballet. Love to perform the Nutcracker Ballet in this movie, which is a bad decision. Because it makes you think, wow, I would actually probably like to watch a production of The Nutcracker. Yeah. That sounds like it might be a good time, unlike the, uh, this movie. The woman they have, the ballerina woman, I forgot her name, I should have looked it up, apparently is like a fairly well-known and respected ballerina. Would be cool to just watch her performance, maybe? No. No. Uh, and it's, it, yeah, so everyone's sitting around. Then the coolest part of this party happens when Morgan Friedman comes up on stage and says, hey, everyone here gets a fucking present. It this completely part, like a fucking like pathfinding puzzle to get it. Yeah, this part to be fair is kind of neat. Like that's a I will go to that party. That's a cool party. Yeah, I don't know how many kids he's got at this party, but like all of them have got a string tied to like a lamppost or some shit outside, just going off in different directions around the house so that they can find their all of their individual presents. Um, the brother gets just a Nutcracker doll, which. In some very subtle foreshadowing, he shoves in Clara's face and shouts that it's her boyfriend. A nutcracker soldier! It's your boyfriend! Bye! And he runs off and he's not in the movie anymore. Yeah. Um, 
she follows her fucking present trail, which leads her into what I can only describe as an FMV game background from 1997. God. Yeah, it's... This is the baffling hallway, because, like, the wallpaper on it starts off, like, it's red background in a bunch of, like, black owl pattern. It looks terrible. It's just the same owl repeated over and over again. It's like a fucking... not, Not good on the eyes. But, like, as she's walking, the owls, like, turn into rats. Which made me wonder, okay, he told the owl to keep an eye on her. Is he going to be, the like, one of the mice? No. He's still there as an owl. And I don't... The, the wallpaper just bugs me so much because normally this would be establishing a theme of some kind, the way it focuses on it. But no. No. Anyway, she finds Narnia. Yeah, she, she finds Narnia. Her rope goes over to a tree and he's got a... He put a note on it that says, Happy Eggmas. Egg. Um... Yeah, she finds key to egg. She in middle of tree. This is where I, the the Christmas card background really hit me. I was like, damn, this like yeah, beautiful winter like lake clearing would be a great Christmas card. She grabs key for egg, but mouse steals key to egg and runs into forest. Um, she tries to chase after it, but. Then she stumbles upon some guy in like a little alcove, and and she somehow does she identify him as a Nutcracker soldier, despite the fact that he looks like a normal human man. Yeah, she very creepily like touches his lips and says, "A Nutcracker soldier," and I'm like, "Sure, I guess." How what do you does know? Does he have like how did he... Nutcrackers have a very distinctive feature about yeah. them, which Remem- is that uh... remember your boyfriend like a minute ago. <laughs> Uh, and there's nothing in this guy's visual design to suggest that he is a nutcracker. Um, <sighs> anyway, <sighs> he wakes up and he's like, hey, you can't go over that bridge. That's the fourth realm. Travel is closed other than a direct order from the region. And they have funny name mix-up goofs. Thanks. <laughs> it's 2018. Apparently. We're past this. Uh, but they figured out. And, and this is where... Revealed number one, which I definitely saw coming. Oh, your mom was the fucking queen of this land. All right, let's go in. So yeah, okay, that makes sense. Sure. That okay. it will I... it will become way more fucked up in about twenty minutes. Oh, and uh, Once... if you somehow miss the reveal here, don't worry. They'll tell you again. They spend seven minutes on. An expositional ballet performance where, in addition to that, Kiera Knightley leans over in her fucking sexy uwu baby voice and tells Clara exactly what everything she's looking at means. And in, in by extension, also us. Yeah. Thanks, I guess. This Thanks. guy does say that he's the only nutcracker in the entire kingdom. Which, again, what does it mean? What, why does it mean to be a nutcracker other than what we learn about them later, which is like they were made from toys or whatever. But like, what does it, what does it mean to be a nutcracker? What does it the, mean to be only nutcracker? Where are other nutcrackers? Are you just really oh, good no. at like, kicking people in the balls? I don't understand. <laughs> he's just like a normal soldier. Like yeah, he's, he's just, just a regular guy. guy. I don't really get it. But regardless, they go into the forest to look for the key. The mouse that took the key has a name, but the problem is that the mouse is never given any, like, 
distinguishing features or a personality. Yeah, they made him look like just a mouse, which is fine. Mouse cute, but like if you if you name him, we should be able to tell. Give him like a ribbon or something or like a weird looking ear. Yeah. Or make him like a different color than all of the other billion fucking CGI mice in this movie. He seems to be in charge. Give him a sash. Give him a sash. So they find they, they she's hunting down the, the key. And I was like, well, watch out, this is the fourth realm, there's bad shit in here, yada yada. This is where my eyes begin to fucking glaze over, because they just, they just, this is where they just say shit. They just say shit at you, and they don't stop for the next hour. Yeah. They, it's like getting your head kicked in with a fucking wreath boot. Yeah, this is, this is one of those movies where there's a lot going on, so you kind of got to pay attention to the... Like, there's a lot going on, but there's nothing you. going on. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not engaging enough to keep me watching it. <laughs> they're saying everything, but mostly what they're doing is just repeating the same five things in different words. Yes! Um, anyway, a, a horrifying rat homunculus appears. Yeah. Um, I don't like... This thing is scary. I don't like this. This, this is the Mouse King, which I feel like I know what they were going for, because a Rat King... Is a thing that happens, apparently, where they... I don't know how these end up happening. But when rats will, like, get their tails tangled together, for whatever reason, the resulting mass of rat, they just term that a rat king. So, like, I think that's what they were going for with the design on this thing. But it's just a big pile of rat. It's a big, shifting pile of Mises that are vaguely shaped into the form of a giant rat man and it's really really bad to look at and i hate i fucking hate it yeah no it it ain't good so sometimes it zooms in enough so that we can see the rat that has egg key is at the top like like that old meme of the guy holding a sword on a tank saying drive me closer i want to hit them with my sword but yes but uh yeah there's there's really no so she nutcracker attacks the rat king which makes it fall apart for some reason. Yeah, um, she hit the weak spot. Even though it's entirely made of infinite mice. Uh, and then a big fucking robot lady appears and she's like, Clara, is that you? Come get your key. Come get y'all a key. And then the Nutcracker's like, watch <sighs> out, that's Mother Ginger. Don't go near her. All of this takes place over about 30 seconds. You have yeah. to take in a lot. They ask you to take in a lot of like, all right, that's Mother Ginger. She can tr- she commands the rats. She lives in a giant like version of herself. That's also a circus tent. It's also a circus tent filled with the scariest shit you can ever imagine. No, the um, movie just kind of cuts when we accidentally see the inside of it. It's fine. Uh, I I wish I watched that cut of the movie because I don't <laughs> want to. I I really wish I hadn't seen what what is in the in the inside of that tent. It ain't good. No, it's bad. Uh, anyway, they're at the fucking Candyland Kremlin now. Sure. That's just what this fucking place looks like to me. Um, they encounter two really funny guards. They're These so funny. fucking guys. These guys are the exact polar opposite of the cops from Country Bears, where, like, <laughs> those two guys carried that movie. These guys just fucking suck. They super do, is the thing. They're not funny at all. Like, who the fuck even play these guys? Let's see here. Um, no, One of them, I think, is a comedian, which is sadder. Yeah, Jack Whitehall is the tall one, and Omid Jolly is the fat one. 
Um, I, uh, they were really bad at the movie. That's all I have to say about them. Yeah. Uh, they, they, you know, he's like, oh, why are you let you through? Sure, you're the fucking princess. And the Nutcracker's like, no, actually. Also, the Nutcracker has like a human name. His name is Philip Hoffman. Yeah. What? What? That's just a regular man. That's like, just a normal guy. Everyone else has fantasy ass names, but not Phil. Captain Philip Hoffman. That's just a guy. Like, what do you mean he's a nutcracker? Once again, nothing about this man suggests he is anything other than a regular soldier. Yeah. I don't other know. Other than people keep means. calling him nutcracker. It's a real hell don't show situation here. Also, I I don't want to be mean. I do. But the guy who plays the nutcracker is fucking terrible. He's so bad. He pardon my pun, but he is quite wooden. Ha <laughs> Damn it. Uh, and not in, you know, a way that's meant to evoke anything. He just sucks at acting. <laughs> like, listen, this movie asks you to uh, sell a lot of really dumb bullshit, right? Uh, oh, and this guy's in Ready Player One, apparently. Oh, no. He's he's done four things. <laughs> he's boy playing tennis in Ready Player One. He's, oh, so he's not even like a character in Ready Player One. He's just no, an extra. He's, I guess, one of the Beagle Brothers in one episode of Mickey and the Roadster Racers. What and the fuck is that? It's a Mickey racing show they have on. Just uh, like a, just Disney like a, Theater. like a one of them, one of them Mickey baby shows, basically. Okay. And then in Mowgli: Legend of the Jungle, I also came out. This guy only acted in 2018. All four of these things were in 2018. Oh wow! Mowgli, okay, Legend well, of the Jungle, I think, is not one that's on our list. So there's that. But he voices one of the wolves. Well, unfortunately, oh, we're stuck joint. here with this fucking piece of plastic as our leading man, and it's quite bad. Um, he, like, he just, he just, he just feels like he's reading off cue cards for a majority of this fucking movie. It's yeah. awful. And to be cl- and to be fair, Clara isn't much better. Yeah, it's not um, like the rest of it's not like he's a glaring flaw in an otherwise great movie. No, but our our two leads are basically fucking wet paste. Meanwhile, we yeah. get led into Candyland Kremlin and we meet the fucking three regents. Uh, one of them is beloved character actor Richard E. Grant. Why are you here? Please, <sighs> you're better than this. For some reason, um, I keep remembering his character as being played by Ian McKellen. I don't fucking know. That would why. be even that'd be even worse. Oh it would. god. Um, then there he's playing Shiver, region of the land of snowflakes. Then we have I don't know what that means. Eugenio Derbez as Hawthorne, region of the land of flowers. I don't know what that um, means. We don't see these he, places. Yeah, he's got quite an accent. I guess he's oh he's Spanish. Okay. Um, uh, and then, uh, then we have the the woman who steals the show, for better and worse. Kiera uh, huh. Knightley as the Sugar Plum Fairy, a completely unrecognizable Kiera Knightley. I, yeah. I literally didn't. Her name was her. Her name is just Sugar Plum. They do just call her Sugar Plum. Uh, she's got wings that she will bust out whenever she's excited. Because you get it. Do you get it? Do you fucking get it? Um, and they're like, oh. We're so happy to see Queen Marie's daughter here. Tell us about her life. And and uh, Clara's like, well, she died. Womp and womp. 
they're all very sad. Also, the Nutcracker keeps trying to return to his post like it's some kind of character arc that he yeah, is confident enough to to not be at his post, but like I don't know why he needs to stay there. I don't know. Um, as a so side note, good. since we explored um, Philip Hoffman's actor, uh, the girl who plays Clara, you want to know, uh, not literally the earliest, but what it seems was her breakout role. Do you do you want to know what got her started? Uh oh! I just clicked on her link on Wikipedia. <laughs> she's uh oh! She's she's the baby in the last two Twilight movies. Oh no! Oh no! Or well, okay, when they age her up to be like ten for the whole movie or some shit. I don't know. Wait, she was young Murph in Interstellar. Also, that she was young Murph in Interstellar. What the fuck. That's like a real movie. Yeah, that that one was actually good to watch. I need to watch that. She's been in real movies, but then after this, the only thing she's been in since is a uh, a an adaptation of Black Beauty, which was a Disney Plus original. Oh, great! So, so that's on the list somewhere. Oh boy, that's gonna be a fucking snooze fest. Yeah, so she was in some TV movie called The Cookie Mobster, which that the title great. alone is something I would watch. It does sound charming, but it's probably not. Yeah, it um, probably sucks. <laughs> so, yeah, we got... So this is where they have the fucking eight-minute ballet sequence where there's this performance of, of the, the kind of the, the story of how Marie came here. And like I said, uh, they, they don't let the visuals speak for themselves. And instead, Kira Knightley leans over and is like, this, that's the land of flower. All right, let me, let me, let me try to accurately portray... Uh, how fucking annoying she sounds in this music. Mm, that's the land of flowers. Yeah, the, that's where she came. Yeah, the voice that she's doing is certainly a choice. It's a bad, bad choice, and it only gets worse. I will say uh, one character trait that they gave her that is at least entertaining to watch is whenever she gets worked up, apparently her hair is made out of cotton candy, so she'll just rip bits of it off and eat. It's not much, but it, it was at least funny. I guess you could call that charming i i Man. found it quite disquieting when she did it i was like Ugh. oh i mean don't get me Ugh. wrong it's as creepy as everything else is in this movie but i don't know oh, yeah, no, and, and she becomes she becomes much more disquieting later um, yeah, oh my we'll god get right? there so this is when you know we have this fucking montage of her touring all these fucking realms we see for about two seconds and then she comes back to the palace and she's like, well, I should be going. But then Sugar Plum's like, oh, don't worry, Narnia time. Uh, it's Narnia time here, so you don't have to worry uh, about yeah. it. And then we... Here... Here's where things get real fucked up. Here's they, where things get fucking hellish. They because apparently... They could have just told us time works different. They didn't have to give us this next scene if I'm... If I know where you're going. No, it's, it's important. It's important because then... We, uh, oh boy, okay, so she brings her to this fucking, like, PS2-era platformer clock level, ah! and it's like, here, stand here, and you'll you'll be able to see everything, and and the, she realizes that this is the clock that is in, like, Morgan Freeman's fucking living room or whatever. Because she's so inventory that she knows the inside of the clock that well, you see. Which means that this entire world is a miniaturized realm within the 
spatial vicinity of this fucking manor house. Yeah, and see, that's, this thing, this opens up too many fucking questions to me. Is this the only place where they connect? Anytime that her mom traveled back and forth, did she first have to go to Morgan Freeman's house? Are there well, I other mean, places she lived that connect? There. I guess she lived there for her childhood, so like... True. She had the opportunity to get there, and then... And I guess we don't know when that, she stopped, so... And she sees that, and sees that everyone's moving really slow, and she sees that her dad is just... This is so sad. We just see Matthew McFadden Being sitting slow, alone sad. in a corner, looking so sad. Except everything is in slow motion, so it's slow sadness. Oh, hug that man. His fucking wife died. Yeah. God damn. Anyway, this is where shit gets, like, exponentially creepier and more fucking insane, because then Sugar Plum's like, here, let me tell you more about how, you know, Queen Marie uh, saved us from the, the fucking rats. And he also, one of the best parts of that ballet is when the, the fucking rats show up. I love those rat suits with the wind-up things Just, on the back. That's yeah, great. That was a neat. that was a neat touch. Watching them wind each other up was kind of cool them just holding out their hands like bah! and so she brings her to this fucking i don't know just big big old chamber and then sugar plum says your mom gave life to us here with this fucking machine and i went what yeah huh huh which what which again could have been handled better it could be a thing like oh she wandered in here as a child and her sense of childlike imagination breathe life into this like they could have done an oz kind of thing no no apparently no, her mom made built a big fucking laser that makes people yeah she made people that turns this from you know a, a wizard of oz chronicles of narnia thing where where, where children stumble into these wondrous realms and, and go on adventures to oh your mother made a realm to be god in yeah that's different. That's es- way different than those other two. Especially with the other thing we learned about the the non not surprising other fact that we learned about this later laser later on in the movie. Yes. Um this is bizarre and the power dynamics are weird and I don't know what's happening anymore <sighs> in the thematics of the movie. Because they just told me, yeah, she was their, like, god emperor, and she could make and unmake them at will. And now everyone being so in love with her sits a lot different. Way different. Uh, uh. Um, Anyway, she's like, yeah, we could uh, use this to create an army to fucking crush Mother Ginger and the mice with, but we just need that key. Um, then Clara's like, oh no, mouse, uh, mouse stole my key. And Sugar Plum's like, no, well, I guess we're doomed. And she's like, don't worry, I'll go out and get it. And she's like, oh, that's lovely. And that's the end of the scene. They don't really bring up the whole, um, making life thing again. No, not really. Which I would appreciate if they kind of th- sat and thought, hey, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, there are a lot of things that they give explanations for that they didn't necessarily need to, like showing us what the other side of the clock looks like. And then shit like this, where it's, they'll give us a couple of sentences and it's like, wait, hang on. I feel like we should need some more information. We need to interrogate this further. Your mom is a fucking monster. Um, but no, instead Clara's like, 
oh geez i don't know if i'm the right person to go on this adventure it's like no i you fuck that i don't care about your adventure anymore i just learned some very concerning facts about the, how this world works mm-hmm. i'm sorry like you cannot have the rest of your movie after you say that uh but they they do they soldier on anyway i do i do like this fucking soldier outfit she wears it's pretty cute yeah but it looks neat that's... i'll give it that the costuming in this movie is alright, but unfortunately it's all in service of this weird CGI mishmash shit as they go on this fucking expedition into the fourth realm. Yeah, uh, which, very, that's, that's uh, the other thing that we uh, haven't mentioned yet. The fourth realm has a proper name. All of these places have names. The realms, the like Nero said, the realm of sweets, the realm of snowflakes, the realm of flowers. Apparently this used to be the realm of amusements, which I can only imagine was basically a, just a giant 24-7 amusement park. But when it's Worse, ever since it's a it's a twenty four seven clown show. As oh we yeah, that's you pick up. It's yeah, like a circus. You know, maybe it's a good thing this place has fallen to ruin. But yeah, but no, now they're not allowed to refer to it by name. So shh, it's just the fourth realm now. Yeah, because uh, you know, we kind of get to sort of uh, you can you can pick up on where this is going because when they're watching this ballet. Uh, she's in the throne, and the other three regents are all sitting in their seats, but there's an empty one. I wonder who, who could possibly have been in that one. Mystery. Um, it's a mystery. So, yeah, she goes on. They, like, they're, they bring this entire squadron of guards. Oh, uh, the two who, funny as guys. As far as I can, the two funny guys yeah, come. The two, the two funny guards are here to do more incredible bits. Uh, as far as I can tell, these guys are not armed with anything other than lanterns i guess like i don't know Maybe i guess they have swords but they never really tend to use them much yeah. um anyway a bunch of people get tremors like the holes open up in the ground and they just get shot down a rat tube yeah don't know where these guys went i don't think we see uh, them again no we don't i assume they were just eaten alive by rats fucking uh, i guess mice rats what's the difference there is a big difference but the the mice in this movie are fucking rat size they're they're pretty big um yeah so they get like it's just there's fucking action sequence after action sequence and at a certain point it's like good god just stop the movie i need i want to get off yeah um yeah She, she gets anyway like she clara ends up getting sucked down a rat hole as well and delivered into into the front of uh, she like gets she manages to get the key no she doesn't get the key she gets delivered in front of Mother Ginger's weird robot tent Rawr. thing and goes it, inside yeah it stuffs Clara inside and then the the movie just cuts and we're at the next scene no we have to talk about the Venetian clown God fine yeah Matryoshka I guess we gotta doll. talk about it there are okay so you know clowns. Uh... You, you know clowns, uh, you know Matryoshka dolls, you know, I don't know, bouncing? Really, really bad CGI? Yeah. just These things are horrifying. They're so bad. I hate every minute of this scene. Every second of this scene. One like, of them, it's grotesque. Like, it starts off with one clown, and of course he does the thing where he pops himself open, and all the others like come popping out, because that's whimsical, fucking I guess. One of them... Definitely flips himself in half at one point so he crawl around on the ground. I do There's not approve. There's this movie it called Mirror Mask. It's like sort of indie, really weird, 
kind of atmospheric adventure movie. I believe the the screenplay was written by Neil Gaiman, and and that movie uses a lot of like CG heavy imagery to create a bunch of really trippy, like fascinating looking stuff. Um, and it's all very kind of spooky, but also has this sense of like wonder and, and beauty to it. Even even though it's it's sort of uh, like this this nightmare world. These fucking things belong in that movie. Yeah. The this is these are just the worst. I, I hate looking at them. I hate so listening bad. to them. Anyway, she gets fucking like slammed in the chest and thrown onto a fucking chair that spins upward and she meets Mother Ginger who's like uh don't watch out the key watch out egg don't use key to make soldiers so <sighs> fucking who plays Mother Ginger yeah Helen Mirren yeah come the fuck on they dragged they brought her into this to be fair Again, kind of like how the the costuming still being good. I do sort of like what they're doing with her design as far as like her face yeah. being cracked in a couple of spots and stuff like that. But mm, she didn't deserve this. Not at all. Um, and yeah, so basically, basically she talks to uh, she talks to Clara for about three minutes, if that, yeah. before Clara uh, sends the weird robot tent spinning, grabs the key, and escapes. And the entire time, she's basically like, you don't know what's going on. Like, you need to listen to me. You, you shouldn't use that key on the machine. Like, bad stuff will happen. And Clara's like, fuck you! And then runs away. Uh, and she, she and the Nutcracker manage to escape Mother Ginger's clutches, and they go to a scenic vista... And she opens egg, and it's just it's just a music box. Yeah, it's just a music box, and she's so fucking mad about this. Yeah, Clara does not take this well. I thought there would be. I thought I would open egg, and everything I could ever want to know about what was going on in here would be inside of egg, and instead just play some stupid fucking song with no emotional significance to anyone. <laughs> um, and the Nutcracker's like. Okay, well, I guess that sucks for you, but, like, we should probably bring that key back so we can make the army to stop Mother Ginger. She's like, why don't you bring it back? I'm gonna go home. Fuck this. I no. hate everything now. No. Oh, I, don't know, I don't know what's going on, and I'm just gonna leave. Yeah, which, to be fair, at this point, I'd be pretty done, too. I'm yeah. I'm watching the movie, and I'd be pretty done. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I was done, and I looked at the fucking timestamp, and I was like, good fucking Christ, there are 40 minutes left. <sighs> um, so she takes the key back to the Candyland Kremlin. Yeah, I forget how, but Philip Phil convinces her to stay. Uh, he says some shit about like, "Hey, listen, I used to be content with just like doing what I was told and staying at my station, but you've convinced me to have a backbone and make my own choices. So you should stay and and protect your mother's personal like <sighs> god playground." How many times do you think she's like killed and replaced the regents? <laughs> Right, like a lot, right? Like we we established that she was a kid coming here, and that she was basically raised by Morgan Freeman, which means she was here a while and definitely probably had some tantrums and shit. Oh, and by the way, you can tell this is a Christmas movie because I forgot to mention that when they when she first goes to Narnia, uh, the Nutcracker says like, "Yeah, you're in the Christmas tree forest." Yeah, but then when she gets to the castle, the flower guy is like, "What's Christmas?" And it's how do you? 
you can't you can't you do both. Whole, you can't you got a whole, do both. You got a whole forest name. You're you're the plant guy. You should know what that is. Um, <laughs> anyway, then we get a flashback to her talking to her mom, and this is <laughs> such a she weird just, scene in, fla- in it's context. Fucking weird. She. She ba- she literally just says, "Hey, Clara, you know what? Nutcracker reminds me of when I was a kid, and I found a, a funny world full of funny guys, and I, I I had such a wonderful time there." And like, um, and Clara's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever, Mom. You can take me there someday." And she's like, "I don't know. I have mysterious Victorian disease. I probably won't survive for much longer. <laughs> I have the I have consumption. <laughs> Actually, this was eighteen hundreds." England, so everybody had syphilis. Oh, there we go. That's what she's got. Okay. So I'm gonna guess she died from syphilis. <laughs> which definitely means dad doesn't have much longer. Or at least his nose is gonna fall off at some point. Hooray! But, you know, we'll, we'll, that's, that, that would have been for Nutcracker 2. Yeah, that's for the sequel. Uh, Nut Harder. I assume that's what it would have been called. <laughs> uh, nut, anyway, yeah. Yeah, two two nut, two crack. Um, this scene is fucked. I don't. She literally just tells her basically everything. I mean, she doesn't say. Yeah. Like, I found the. I found a fairy world in my adoptive father's clock. Yeah, because and, that would probably get her thrown in an asylum in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, and like, because for the scene, it's them chilling, decorating the tree. So Clara thinks that she's just you know joking, which yeah, in fairness, so would I. I just I. I still can't get over the fact that she gave life to all of these creatures. And you know, with in, a fucking machine. And you know, in retrospect, it's kind of really fucked up of her and Morgan Freeman to like just decide, okay, at some point after I die, Clara's going to have to go fix my fantasy world. Yes, it is. Fix them fix the mess I made by leaving them behind to their own devices. Anyway, this is when the inevitable betrayal, the, 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 the curse your terrible but inevitable betrayal, Sugar Plum, is she uh, starts making these, these ten soldiers, and, okay. And I will say, I will say right, this no, no, did... No. Listen, l- listen here. Kira <laughs> <Here> Knightley <laughs> has been playing this character as the most annoying baby voice shit in the world, and as soon as that first soldier pops up... She's fucking soaking wet. She's so goddamn horny. Yeah. Weird as shit. Yeah, she is the horniest for the whole back half of this movie. As soon as that first 10 soldier pops out of the machine, she literally just goes, hello, boys. And it's like, oh, what just happened? Yeah, it's a lot. It's so much. I will say but she has a line. We she has a line when she was like marching through the halls of the palace later, where she's like, oh, "I love big men with big weapons coming to bring order and discipline to this fucking kingdom." I was like, "What is happening?" I don't know. Although, in fairness, the first time Clara told Phil it's an order about something, she got a big old grin. So maybe it's just something about this place. I think she's just some kind of weird. I don't know. I guess she's a sub. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what kind of... Listen, as the years went on, I'm sure Queen Marie got up some weird section in here. Exactly. You didn't know it. Some weird that's, things were happening in here. That's why the realm of amusements is burned down. <laughs> she, yep. she was embarrassed. She didn't want everyone to see what else was over there. 
Oh, by the way, one thing I also forgot to mention, when they're in the realm of amusements, there's a horrifying clown gateway that looks like some guy wearing blackface. I must right. have missed that. I'll look to see if I can get a picture, because it's the scariest shit I've ever seen in my life. Um, anyway, Ooh. yeah, the surprise, the Turkey Poem Fairy is, is like a mad conqueror. Yeah. Wants to murder the shit out of Mother Ginger because she's mad about Marie leaving. Which, to be fair, this was like a minor surprise to me. Mostly because I thought it was going to be all three of them instead of just her. Yeah, but no, the other two are barely in the movie. They get thrown into what can generously be described as a prison cell. Look, I guess it's a it's a two like a two floor room with a observatory and a shit ton of windows. All right, all right, listen. There's one thing that I know you don't want your prison cell to have. And that's, like, a lot of windows that yeah. are easily accessible from the inside. Yeah. It's, it's, like the, it's, it's like the She-Ra thing of, oh, well, we didn't actually have a dungeon, so we just had to use the spare yeah, room. This, but the thing is, She-Ra's spare good. room. <laughs> Except it has a door that locks, and then, like, a, like a, it has, like, a jail door. It's just that the room they get locked in is, I don't know what it is. I, I genuinely, I don't know. Anyway, she, like... Oh, I have the exact uh, line the Sugar Plum has when she's marching. She says, Boys in uniform with weapons sends a quiver right through me. Ugh. 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 Yeah. No. I mean, listen, lady, I'm glad you're having fun and living your truth, but this is a really weird turn for your character to take in this fucking kids movie. It's very strange. Ma'am, this is a Wendy's. Ma'am, ma'am, ma this is a Wendy's, please. And also... Anyway, they fucking break out of the fucking yeah. room with some... Hey, and, know, and also, quick question. How come the tin soldiers don't become people? Why are they just robots? Everyone else uh, started off explicitly as toys, and they, they got to be actual people. You know, I'm not... I don't... Maybe Maybe metal works differently. Maybe all of the rest of them are made out of, like... Wood, wood or some porcelain? kind of organic material and so metal is just like i don't know i don't maybe it's like something about how the tin soldiers are, are mass produced and thus don't have like the craftsman's soul you could you could make something about that and maybe that would have some kind of thematic resonance with anything else but nope. no instead they're just a bunch of awful looking cgi fucking yeah they ain't good goops. is the thing they look terrible anyway they break out of the room with a fucking rope and like at this point, I I just stop paying attention because it's just CGI action sequences. Eh. They get Mother Ginger and they they get her help and she did they fight the the soldiers with the big robot and while while she and Clara go to fight Sugar Plum, who's presumably in the middle of having a tin soldier orgy or something. I don't really know how that works, <laughs> and frankly, I don't want to. But she's definitely doing it. Yeah, uh, we do. In fairness, I guess get a couple scenes of tactical espionage action with uh, Metal Gear Clara. Yep. Yeah, she does some rope tricks, um, which I'm sure. Uh, oh, I'm just meant the Plum couldn't. Uh, that too, yeah. But it's, it's fine because then she she tricks Sugar Plum into standing on the fucking uh, life giving and taking machine and turning her back into a doll. Yay! The the and day presumably, is like, saved. Feeding her into a wood chipper or something. We don't we don't see the doll after this. Like they don't they don't like do any sort of rehabilitation for her. We don't get her in a cell or anything like that, or even like sitting on a shelf. Uh, she's just dead. 
Yeah, far far as we know, she's just left down there in that basement. Uh, so yeah, she won, and uh, she's queen now, I guess. But she decided she's gonna leave, and the kingdom is in good hands now that the horny warmonger is dead. Eh. Um, no one from and, the uh, land of sweets loved Sugar Plum enough to rise up in in revenge, right? No, I guess not. I, I assume they were just all too scared of her. Um, That's also fair. And then. You know, she goes back and, and talks to her dad. Like, I finally understand you now. I and guess. Like, Thank God. I don't. And they hug and they, they, they have the dance. I don't and, see how anything in the realms related to what was going on at nothing, Morgan Freeman's house. Nothing was related. Nothing. Like, I, I don't know what lesson she learned. Like, this is basically learning that your mom had a secret family, except instead of a secret family, she had a secret entire world. life. Yeah. Like. That's not something that would make me feel better about my dead mom, probably, yeah. if I was Clara. Oh, and of course like, she... That would make me feel way weird. And of course she doesn't tell uh, her siblings, because everything, no. <laughs> everything we've seen of her mom leads me to believe she did not care about her first and third children. Like I said, I wish you were normal, Clara, and I'm sure she also had other beef with her other kids, like... Fritz is a real dumb motherfucker. Yeah, we, you know. We should stop spending our money on him. He's, he's going to be a fail son. <laughs> like, just uh, just a t- dreadfully boring movie. Yeah. Just I, I think we nothing. end on a shot of the owl flying away again. I don't fucking remember. Great. What a great shot to win. What a great looking owl. I love to look at that owl and say, wow. I'm so glad this owl. owl was here for the entire movie. We didn't mention Morgan it, Freeman. but like every other scene had the owl perched on something, just watching, just hanging out. Morgan Freeman told it to watch her, and he, damn it, he did it, and he didn't do anything else. Yeah. Could yeah that's the Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Uh, this, if I liked the Nutcracker, I would probably be madder at this movie, but ultimately I was just really bored. Yeah. And kind of confused, and vaguely concerned about the world of this movie and how and what the fuck queen marie got up to and why sugar plum was like that i don't know man there's some weird psychosexual shit going on here it's a lot it's a real lot maybe there was gonna be more of that and that's where they brought in joe johnson to make things more family friendly i don't know um i did see something about this was an attempt at creating either a series or a franchise don't know what the direction of that would have been how the fuck do you make a fucking... What do you mean a... What do you... Do, 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 what? I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. Like, they were trying to... Blah, blah, They were... Like, Disney was trying to make, like, their version of Tim Burton's Wonderland movies just without Tim Burton, I guess. They to, already had that, though. I guess to prove that they could <laughs> they Burton without a... Burton? You can't Burton without Burton. Uh, <laughs> Tim Burton is a... Is a husk of his former self, but he still has a more you know, like an ounce of more creativity in his pinky than anything that went into this fucking thing. I, um, I, I just I don't know what what was the plan going forward. If this conceivably, if this had they, done well, what would have happened? What do you what do you what do you do? Do you adapt a different thing and try to roll into the Nutcracker cinematic universe, the NCU, if you will? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. No, there's nothing here. There's nothing you can mine for any sequels. I mean, there was nothing in the fucking Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland one either, but they still made a sequel like six years after the original. Yeah, they sure did, didn't they? But, uh, I mean, I don't know, maybe they were trying, maybe the thing they were trying to replace was Narnia? 
I don't really know. Because the, the last Narnia movie bombed hard. Yeah. And kind of killed that. For, I, mean, I mean, the other thing is that you can't fucking adapt the last two Narnia books. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You cannot make a blockbuster movie out of the last battle. That book is so fucking weird. I only ever and read, like, like, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe and Magician's Nephew, so I genuinely don't know. Well, the last battle ends with all the Pevensey children uh, dying okay. in... A train crash, and all going to heaven, except for Susan, who decided she wanted to be interested in boys and stop believing in Narnia, so she doesn't get to go to heaven. Cool. Also, there was a there was a gorilla involved. <laughs> hey, it was like fake Jesus. Hey, C.S. Lewis, you might have some stuff to rethink there. No, he he's, he he has no uh, baggage about anything. It's fine. Yeah, uh, no, those it's... books are normal, <laughs> and don't have anything weird going on in there. <laughs> oh. The creation anyway, of Narnia was not I... also very incredibly horny. Oh boy, yeah. That he he, he was like, I'm gonna make. What if the devil was a tall, sexy lady who mind controlled people? It's like, sure. All right, C.S. Lewis, you uh, you got some things to work out. You okay, dude? He would love DeviantArt, I think. <laughs> anyway, that's the Nutcracker in the four rounds. Yeah, it, it sure, it sure is. did crack my fucking nuts. <laughs> Damn. Uh, questions? Where we got on Twitter? No, nah, not on Twitter. We had a fair amount uh, on Discord. We got a lot on Discord, though. Starting off with um, uh, Yusuf. Well, I'm normally very rat positive. Is this a Disney psyop to make us trust the mouse more? Probably. Considering how fucking off-putting the my, the Mouse King is, I don't know. I don't think they were very successful. That is true, but there is definitely a big vibe of, oh, wait, no, we have to trust the mice and be their friends. And Phil's fine with Clara leaving because at least now he has a mouse buddy. That's true. He hangs out with the mouse homunculus. I don't know, dude. Uh, Imagine you're just the... sad and hanging out at a bar and the guy you hang out with is just a mound of rats. That's just New York City, baby. That's, <laughs> Damn. Just, that's just the greatest the greatest city in the freaking world. <laughs> Damn, all right. Uh, Viralor says, asks, do you think that this movie would have worked better if the plot was simplified yes. to just be a swashbuckling fantasy adventure between the uh, with the war between Toyland or the Four Realms if we were dead set on keeping that bit and the Rat King's forces as the backdrop? Yes, probably. Basically Disney's Robin Hood or Pirates of the Caribbean but Christmas toy themes. Yes. That would have been a good direction to go with this. Absolutely. Just make the Nutcracker like this fun, goofy adventure. Especially because... About fighting the Rat King. Especially because I their, think give it, that's what the actual story is? Is the Nutcracker fighting just, the Rat King? Just, just do that. Just like... Mads Mickelson is the sexy rat king or something. Oh, God. Boom. You're instant <laughs> success. How would you feel if Disney has, had made this their ready for Oh, Jesus, one no. And just threw in a bunch of characters from other Disney-owned properties with the excuse that they were the toy versions of the characters. And this hypothetical version, the toy versions have almost, if not all, of the same powers and skills that the characters have, but don't necessarily have the same personality, yada, yada, yada. That would have been terrible. The- the thing is, with some of the decisions Disney has made with their movies, we I fear that we are always, like, five years away from that. No, that's just what The Simpsons are for now. They just commission horrible, like, shorts where they're just like, hey, isn't Star Wars great? What yeah. are all these epic Star Wars references? Ha, the MCU sure is fun. What if Bart was talked to Loki? Ha ha. Yeah, they got something like Shut that going on up. with Olaf, too. Ugh. They got him, they got a collection of shorts 
ironically, I think about the same amount of time as the over the garden wall. So you, you know, take your pick between how to spend your time, but where it's Olaf just reenacting like a handful of Disney movies because eh. it's like, it's like the, the shitty version of all of the, 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 the Lilo and stitch marketing where it was stitch invading yeah! all of the other famous like Disney moments, except that was fun. Yeah, it was funny and charming, and it was also like a trailer and lasted for about forty-five seconds uh, instead of being a full short. Yeah, it was. It was just oh, tale as old as time scene, but oh, he chews on the chandelier. Like that's all you had to do. And finally, for this this trio questions, Vierolor asks, "What would be your take on a Nutcracker inspired movie, TV series, or any form of media?" All right, lean into the weird psychosexual yes! bullshit in this movie i want an r-rated oh fuck god nutcracker okay. in the four realms all about queen marie and her weird bullshit like okay you ever see black swan i saw it like once so i'm yes probably exaggerating yes. it in my memory but give me the fucked up torrid like romance between sugar plum and queen marie because that's obviously what was going on here Make it that. Make it really weird and off-putting and lean into the weird shit instead of tr- just accidentally putting it in your movie, I guess, and then never talking about it. Yeah. That's what I would want. No one would like it. It would be terrible. It would be a movie for three bomb. people, and those three people make this podcast. But it would be fucking amazing. It would be incredible. It'd be like Once Upon a Time, but really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Or fucked up in a different way. <laughs> well, okay. Damn, I I don't think I ever finished Once Upon a Time. No, in fact, I know I didn't. No. It's it, it just seems to have gotten so far out of hand. Yeah. As soon as I heard they were putting Elsa in, I was like, okay. I, down I, I watched through we the got... part with Elsa. They tried to do the rock troll guy in live action. And it was Ooh. better to look at than I oh. thought it would be. Probably better to look at in this movie. Yeah. So... Next, we got Casey Cracker in the Four Realms who asks, "What toys would you bring to life?" I have the same answer to both of these questions. I'll wait till you ask the second one to get mine. And the second one is, "What is your copy paste clone army composed of?" My answer to both is those little flipping dogs. Oh my god! It's <laughs> wonderful. Be- what? Let's see. <laughs> yep. Wasn't that a thing in Fairly Odd Parents? Wasn't there an army of those things in Fairly Odd Parents? Yes. Or was that just one? Yeah, it, it was just that one guy had it. It was when they were doing their Star Wars parody, I think, for one of the movies. He made like yeah, a dark, handful of them. Dark, la- dark, dark Laser. Dark Laser. God. There's some good stuff in that series. Uh, give me an army of amiibos. Oh, geez. Everyone is here. And they're here to uh, murder my enemies. There you go. Virilor also asks. Do you think this movie would have been better received if Disney literally just took the Princess Bride, photoshopped Santa hats onto everyone, and badly edited someone saying <laughs> the Nutcracker over people saying Dread Pirate Robert and Princess Bride? The thing is, I think that would actually do very, very well in theaters. I mean, the Princess Bride is a really good movie, and this movie sucks hot dog dick, so yeah, no, it probably <laughs> would have been better received. Um... Zora, who, you know, happy holidays. I hope you're enjoying your your vacation from this fucking hellhole. Yeah. You es- you escaped. You you chose a good week to escape from this podcast, <laughs> let me tell you. Joke is on her, though. She thought that she was going to be the next pick, and so the next movie that we watch uh, was going to be her picking but not actually having to be here, so she kept threatening to do something bad. 
Instead, you get to... Yeah, she timed it wrong, and I'm going to pick a good thing. Ha, ha, ha. There we go. Uh, anyway, she asks, before it wound up becoming a complete box office bomb, this movie was supposed to start a new Disney franchise. Had it not failed, how do you think Disney would have continued the story? Also, how would you have continued the story? Like, I genuinely I don't know. Literally, I have no idea where you go from this other than, uh-oh, some new fucked up shit's happening in the yeah. four realms. Like, of course, there's the cliched thing of, like, some random soldier that was actually loyal to Sugar Plum, like, figures out how the laser works and, like, brings her back, but she's actually kind of fucked up. Yeah, just do Shrek the Third. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. But, like... Um, <laughs> and Lore adds on to Kat's last question. And why would adding stand battles be the correct answer? <laughs> well, okay, in fairness, stands make everything more fun. This is what part nine is going to be. This is actually what Iraqi <laughs> is working on right now. That, that See, now the psychos, the weird psychosexual shit all makes sense. Exactly. This is exactly something that Iraqi would do. God. Um, Fucking name, like, any random JoJo character and just tossing them in would make this movie infinitely better. <laughs> Put Jolene in the movie. Oh my god, yes. Replace Clara with Jolene, and this movie gets so much better. Uh, can't believe Jolene is introduced to being arrested for cranking off. What a legend. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, Deep Sea asks, What is your favorite version of the Nutcracker and why? And have you ever been to a ballet? The answer to the second one is no. Yeah, and same. I guess because of that, uh, by default, since it's the only version of the Nutcracker I've ever really seen, I guess it's this one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering it right, um, there's a section of Fantasia that's doing the Nutcracker. So I, don't I remember that. So I can at least go go back on that. It's been a long time. Was that Fantasia or Fantasia 2000? I don't remember. They both run together in my mind. I don't remember any Nutcracker version of fantasia are you, are you thinking of sorcerer's apprentice it's not really nutcracker but kind of is sort of i don't know all i remember about fantasia is the dinosaur one okay uh, yeah they the do one, they do some it. nutcracker sweet stuff in the original okay okay all right that makes sense well yeah i i changed my answer to that one because i have seen fantasia i just forgot about that so i don't have to say that this is my favorite nutcracker <laughs> congratulations it's, it's bad um how would you make this film better seen... is that possible don't don't do it you remove it from existence that's how i make it better and the of course the, the other one question is have you ever seen the nutcracker 3d and or the amazon cinderella any thoughts on this i heard the amazon cinderella was fucking dreadful i um, watched like a review of the amazon cinderella because i didn't know it existed and it seems fucking insane Mia cabello cannot sing James Corden is there. Yeah, they put him in a rat suit. Makes I think, it automatically makes it a really bad movie. <laughs> like, I, like I always I want to like James Corden, but I just never I can. Don't. No, he is he is he is long giving up given up being a likable presence or even attempting to be, and he's just the most annoying omnipresent motherfucker <laughs> on the planet. Yeah, yeah. Can't escape. I can't escape. Um. Uh, and the, for, as for the Nutcracker 3D, I forgot that existed, but I bet it's better than this. Yeah. Like, have not honestly, seen it. I can only assume it's better. Like, I, I don't know how much I'm going to watch it after watching this bullshit, but you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Laura asks, how does the Four Realms stand up against the Barbie Nutcracker movie? I got to assume it's Barbie better. Barbie blows it out of the water. Yeah. 
No, no fucking contest. We're, we're, it's like we're we're comparing fucking Troll Two and Citizen Kane here. Come on, <laughs> get that get that shit out of here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Casey asks, "What are you getting each other for the Disney minus Secret Santa?" Uh, that's um, a secret, Casey. Jeez, rude. As a secret, but I, I I'll tell you, it rhymes with. Nutcracker Cannon. Oh, God. And you'll just have to figure out what that means later. <laughs> hey, what if instead of the Nutcracker, it actually was just a movie of Mickey's Dick Smasher? Just like an hour and 41 minutes of Mickey's Dick Smasher? I'd honestly rather watch that. Yeah, same. <laughs> Deep Sea asks, what should I get my aunt for Christmas? Uh, a Blu-ray copy of this movie. Yes, there we go. You you never want to talk to your aunt again, right? Because that, that's what you do if you never want to speak to someone again. You get them a Blu-ray copy of this movie. Uh, so if you if you don't want to do that, then I would suggest like, like cookies a, or something, know, like a like a nice candle. Like a, you get her on you get her scarf. egg. Get egg, yeah. Give give music egg, but then hide the key in Narnia. <laughs> yeah, for stupid fucking reasons. Uh, Viralor asks, "Have you been naughty or nice this year?" I've been so naughty. Anyway, we've we've been doing this podcast. I don't think any of us can claim to have been nice. No, absolutely not. Anyway, our final question here from Deep Sea is: How do you adapt the Nutcracker? I am not qualified to answer this. As I said, my Nutcracker knowledge is very limited. Yeah, same. Um, I feel like it would be better served as like a short. Yeah, like a thirty-minute like. I don't know, like a, like a 30 minute stop motion thing. That would be Ooh, nice. Oh, yeah, like there we a, go. I do love me some stop motion. Get Leica on it. Yeah, just like a, a little Leica short. And actually, like, I think Leica could do a a, a, a full length Nutcracker. It wouldn't be as long as this one. I feel like they would have something to do and it wouldn't involve any weird whatever the fuck was going on with the, the laser thing. I, I don't, don't know. Yeah, why is the laser here? I don't fucking know. It's bad. Anyway, those are our questions. This has been Disney Minus. Uh, I, I suppose by the time this comes out, it will be the new year, I believe. So, uh, uh, hopefully 2022 isn't our, like... Our next recording is January 2nd. I will try to get this out before then. Alright, well, it won't be the new year then, but we're heading towards it, and hopefully 2022 uh, isn't a blasted hellscape like 2021 was. Fingers crossed. Uh, so, you know... I mean, the queen's probably going to die in, like, a month. That'll so, be hey, fun. That'll be a fun way to start the year. Yeah. Britain will literally just have to shut down for an entire week, and that will be extremely funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have Disney Minus. You can find us at Disney Minus Pod on Twitter. We can, you know, join our Discord and uh, see me post really fucked up things from the background of this movie <laughs> that will haunt my dreams. Um... Uh, you can find me. I'm near. You can find me on Twitter at Dragon Smoocher. Uh, you can find other my other projects. I got Prime Cuts, a non-linear Transformers history podcast, uh, exploring those funny little robots on television. You know, non-linearly though. Uh, that's with Audrey of Pod of Greed. That's at Prime Cuts Pod. We are currently watching the 2002 anime Transformers Armada. And uh, have, having a lot of fun, even if the show isn't always good. Hey, what if Starscream also, had egg? What if he had egg? That's that's a, that is an interesting thing to talk about. Interesting to think about. And I think there are a lot of people on Ao3 who have answered that question. God, in okay, a very you know what? Interesting way. 
You can also find me uh, soon, very soon, over at Heidelin Radio with my good friend Jane. We are going to be doing a full replay podcast, a comprehensive companion for Final Fantasy XIV Online. Hopefully by the time that show actually starts, the game will be on sale again because they <laughs> uh, had to take it off. I heard something for- about that. Take it. They had to remove it from sale and stop offering the free trial because the game is too good and popular, <laughs> and their dick is just so fucking massive <laughs> that they just had to like give themselves a break. Uh, but that that's over at Heidelin Radio. The first prelude episode of that should be going up soon, and you can find our past project, uh, me and Jane's past project, over at Podcast of Power, a companion podcast to the 2018 Shira Show. Good show, good podcast. That's me. Yes. Uh, Kat is not here. Uh, the Twitter that we bullied her into making is at Z minus 87. Uh, you can find me at Marshmallow, which is spelled like Marshmallow, but it has my name in it. I have finally remembered to start posting at dad underscore tastic again. Not that that's very much going on, but at least I'm doing it. <laughs> and I am currently uh, guesting in some bonus episodes for a podcast a, called Resonant Beats, playing Interstitial Our Hearts Intertwined at Resi Beats Pod. <sighs> I ran out of breath. I also ran out of things to say, so it worked out. Well, no, you got to announce what our next movie That's is. That's right. Um, yeah, so like I said, Kat kept uh, trying to threaten us with something bad because she thought that the next one we watched was going to be her pick. Uh, I can only hope that since she's actually going to be here for her pick, she doesn't do something bad because now she'll have to watch it too. Um, but just to give us something good in its place, I wanted to do the 2003 Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, all right. Yeah, all right. I have not watched that in a hot minute, but I remember it being quite fun. I like me some JLC. Yeah, right. Don't know about Lindsay Lohan, but you know Jamie Lee Curtis. Do you know she's a One Piece fan? She's a One Piece fan. Fun fact. I did not know this. Also a Street Fighter fan. I did not know that. She went to uh, she went to Evo one year with her daughter and dressed up as Vega, I believe. Man, every time I learn something about Jamie Lee Curtis, it's just one of the coolest things ever. Uh, she got asked in an interview if she mained Ryu or Ken, and she just scoffed at the guy and said, Cammy. <laughs> so that's how you know she actually plays. She's like, oh, fuck. I don't, I don't fuck with that Shoto bullshit. I'm, what are you, like, uh, I'm fucking Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm playing Cammy. God, that's I've got so class. good. Uh, she's great. Yeah, I, I have not watched this movie. I, I've seen, you know, I, I caught bits of it on TV over the years, but I never actually sat down and watched it's freaky friday it's a trip from what i remember definitely uh be prepared for some early 2000s cool teen shenanigans oh i'm always ready for some early 2000s cool teen shenanigans so that is next time we will be covering freaky friday yeah which i have to imagine has to be better than this (laughs) i i very much am hoping that i'm remembering it accurately and that it actually is better than this please god uh so you know until next time uh, fuck disney and please do not become the psychosexual god empress of your own toy realm please don't yeah fuck disney if someone gives you egg for christmas just leave it leave it alone with that egg egg egg